Welcome back to Donuts, Coffee, and Tech. We are in season four, episode one, and I'm so excited to share all of this live content with you because I know for a fact that's why you're here is because I issue up the realness. This is your favorite online mastermind for everything marketing, mindset, and monetization, and I'm your host, Danielle Johnson, aka The Danielle J. And today I wanted to talk to you about something that has really been boiling in my blood for a few years now. And I think that is the least talked about subject when it comes to technology. And I, I have to talk about it. I just have to talk about it because how would I look not keeping it real with y'all, the fam? So let's get right on into it. We're going to talk about the real reason why you're broken technology or why you can't break into technology, right? It's two sides of the same coin, to be honest. And I see it a lot because there's this great influx of people that talk about how to get in technology, how to get in technology, how to get in technology, right? Because tech is the hot industry, has been the hot industry since about the 90s. And everybody wants a piece of the pie. I get it. You want to make the six figures. You want to live the digital nomad lifestyle. You want to be a part of this influx, this innovation, all these amazing live and direct things, right? But the reason why you are hitting a brick wall or that glass ceiling is because of this one secret that nobody is talking about. And that is your soft skills suck, fam. I have five soft skills that I want to share with you today that you absolutely need to have in order to make it in the tech industry. Now, let me give you a little bit of background. That way I'm not just out here shooting a bunch of gas and you're looking at me like, who is this woman? Why does she feel like she has a position to talk about this, right? I am one of the few people who got into technology a little late, right? And when I say a little late, I'm talking about like 2004, 2005, right? <laughs> I'm not old enough to be a part of like the original tech boom per se. However, I will say I've done some pretty cool work, right? My background has been specifically in web development and social media, right? And I've built plenty of websites on the back end. I've helped with the user experience on the front end. I've broken a couple of social media platforms. And I just, I have this plethora of freaking information that I've collected along the way, but also all these hard skills that I'm able to perform and perform well because of all of the hours and hours and hours of practice and being able to like pick up all these certifications and all these tools and just learn all this stuff. And my brain is just chalk filled of information, right? So that's kind of my background, right? I've worked in tech in so many different angles. Even right now, the angle that I'm in technology doesn't look like anything I've done before because I'm operating as a project manager over the front end development of the website of my uh, current employer. So it's completely different with respect to all of the technical things that I've done. But I wanted to share this information with you because I feel like it's not being talked about in enough depth. A lot of memes, a lot of like little, you know, touch and go type of posts are out there. There may even be a few YouTube videos talking about it 
just in like a general sense, like a breadth of work. But I wanted to get really into this idea that your soft skills probably suck. And that's why you're hitting that glass ceiling. You're not making money in technology or you can't break into technology. I've heard many of times people who interview for these jobs, they're not getting the jobs, they're not understanding why because they went and got the certifications like they've been told to do. They've done all of the work to show that they can really perform that technical skill, but they're just not breaking in. And it's probably because these five things have not been mastered, right? Let's get right into it. So number one, it's really important, and a lot of people don't think that it is, but emotional intelligence is like the prime thing that you need to make sure that you have when you're going out for these roles. And the reason being is that the culture of technology has shifted greatly from this idea of being in a silo, working by yourself and, you know, coding at a computer and just being like this one powerhouse, right? It's shifted over to like this entrepreneurial um, kind of makeup, this entrepreneurial model where teamwork is really important and emotional intelligence is going to allow you to not only understand people better, but to connect with them on a level where you can look beyond what you can do for them and what they can do for you, right? And I think that's really important to emphasize here because emotional intelligence is the difference between being robotic and doing a technical thing and actually having the human touch and being a part of something that's bigger than yourself, right? The best thing that I can tell you as somebody who's either in technology already or trying to break into technology is that emotional intelligence is really the change maker when it comes to the way that you network because Anybody can collect phone numbers and basically reach out to people when they need help with something, right? But emotional intelligence really does add the human appeal, which is tapping in with people and realizing that you kind of have to offer something up first, right? It's no, it's, it's far removed from the days of like, what can you do for me, right? I make a habit of like really building with the people who I exchange phone numbers with and see what they need in their progress. What goals do they have? What are they looking to achieve? And how can I add to their pot? Because in doing so, it's not like I'm doing it so that I can get them to do something for me later on. Instead, I'm planting the seed that, hey, I'm a valuable person. And whatever you decide to do, however you decide to grow, whichever avenue you decide to go on, you'll see me as a valuable person and hopefully you'll keep me top of mind. If you don't, I've done a good deed, right? And I really do believe in karma and all that good stuff. We can have a whole episode about spirituality and technology and all that. But I really do feel like when you position yourself as valuable, then you really do give people that opportunity to help you because you've made the biggest jump that you can make in people's mind from this networking, always hitting somebody up on LinkedIn, only hitting folks up when you need a job opportunity or a reference for some past work to somebody who is actually valuable, somebody who's irreplaceable. So emotional intelligence makes that jump possible and it makes it happen every single time. So once you get emotional intelligence down, baby, you will see the difference between where you're at and where you're going, right? So number two, super important, and again, it really falls back into 
tech being a entrepreneurial model now as opposed to this kind of like assembly line of robots. <laughs> Number two is going to be your ability to work on a team, right? And I know that's something that people kind of throw around as like, yeah, you got to be able to work on a team. And, you know, they kind of make it seem like uh, an assembly line. It's really just like an assembly line where if, if one person stops off somewhere, you need to be able to pick up there and push it forward, right? Almost like a relay race. But the truth of the matter is, it's more like a, bas a basketball team. You need to be able to play your position, play it well, but also initiate when something needs to happen. And you need to be cutting to the basket and not waiting for the ball to come up the court, right? You need to be given the assist. You need to be making your free throws. You need to be uh, willing to take those breaks off of the court because you're more valuable to the team in fourth quarter. All of those things, right? So playing on a team is so much more than just picking up where somebody left off. It's so much more integrated and interdependent than what people are actually allowing this, this atmosphere to be, right? So you have to really look at what makes your team a team and see what your part is in it and play to your strengths, but also realize like, hey, there's certain areas where your strengths can really cross-pollinate and overlap with other places that people are playing and play your position well enough to where you can actually help make this one well-gelled team, right? Your ability to play on a team really does make the difference in whether you're an asset or a liability, period, right? Number three is super important, and I think it goes without saying that it's one of the things that you just need in life, right? And that is your growth mindset. Are you open to growth? Are you open to being more than what you are, right? And it sounds so like woo-woo, right? But the truth is, when you're going into technology, a place where innovation is highly sought after and creativity is really just a part of the game, if you're not going in with a growth mindset, you're really doing yourself a disservice and you're a disservice to your team because there's so many people out there who are thinking about like things on a bigger scope. They're thinking about solutions and, and ways that are so beyond this microscopic way that we may be looking at a problem, right? And those people are so valuable because they're constantly in this state of growing, expanding, and be, being more and more innovative about the way that we look at problems, right? The biggest part in a growth mindset is leaving your ego at the door. You have to really check yourself on this because one thing that I've noticed in working in technology is that everybody's really running and gunning to uphold their reputation. The last project that they worked on, the last company that they worked for, the last uh, skill set that they learned, they're all about the last thing that was accomplished. Whereas a growth mindset really does look at the last thing that you did and say, okay, that's part of the building blocks, but it's not the end goal, you know? And it's <laughs> one of the things that you can really find on Google. You can find a whole bunch of TED Talks about growth mindset and how to hack your your inner thoughts so that you can always be in that trajectory of growth mindset, right? It's, it's really, really, really important. And you want to allow yourself the space to grow, right? And that can happen in your current position, outside of your current position, or even 
in this industry, any industry, you, it's really up to you, right? So I want you to take that into consideration, right? Number four, I <laughs> number four is so important, and I really should have made this like number one, but it's fine. We'll we'll leave it at four. Number four is going to be active listening. I cannot tell you how many times I've sat in meetings with people who were not listening. They were hearing what was being said and picking up on key words and key phrases so that they could respond. That's not listening. Listening means shutting the hell up inside and out and opening up your understanding to the person who is talking to you. Then digesting said information, putting together your opinion or your facts or your findings, and then speaking, right? And one of the best ways to show that you're actively listening to someone is by nodding your head and smiling. That's probably the best thing that you could do. And even if you don't smile, just nod your head so that you can say, okay, I'm here, I'm participating, but I'm actually taking in what you're saying, right? Active listening really does put you against, I mean, you're <laughs> you're in like the five, the top 5% when you're an active listener, right? And not for nothing, active listening really does get you the answers that you need so that you can properly solve problems. It's, it's no rocket science in it at all. When you're given more information that is keen to the issue, you're more able to find a solution quicker instead of picking apart little pieces of the problem because you keep interjecting and stopping this person from giving you the entire problem to solve, right? It really does put you above and beyond when you do active listening. And I feel like when you allow people the space to share their thoughts, you are also given the grace to share your thoughts, right? It doesn't happen in vain. You giving somebody the space to talk doesn't mean that you take away from your own space to talk. It just means that your time will be more valuable when you do talk because now you'll have more to work with. And also, for some reason, I've noticed that people really do reciprocate that energy when you become an active listener, right? So that's number four. I want you to really hear that one because it's super important. And I think that Everybody can do that in any industry, right? Last but not least, matter of fact, before I even get into number five, make sure that you are subscribed to Donuts, Coffee, and Tech everywhere where you listen to podcasts. Make sure if you're on YouTube right now that you hit the subscribe button. If you're getting any value out of this content, leave a comment below and let me know how you like what I'm spitting today because I am so adamant about helping people this year that all the content is going to be centered around either monetization, it's going to be around mindset, and it's going to be around marketing because those are the three things that I'm super passionate about. And if we're not already connected on social media, make sure that we are on Instagram, on Twitch, on all the things at the Danielle J. Danielle spelled with two N's. All right, back to the content at hand. The Number five, reason why you are either broken technology or unable to break into technology. The soft skill that you're lacking. The thing that makes you not appealing for that next thing is 
Are you ready? <laughs> Being adaptable. Technology is a change industry, which means there's change constantly happening at every angle, every turn, everywhere you look. It is a change industry. There is always something bigger, better, brighter, shinier, more appealing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There is always something that is like the next thing, always. I'll give you an example. When I started getting into programming and really getting into it, I was learning Java. And I learned JavaScript because I was like, yo, that's really dope that they came up with JavaScript. This is cool. This is amazing. At the time that I'm learning these two programming languages, Python comes on the scene. And I'm looking at Python like, I'm not learning that. Python, no, I'm not doing that. Everybody's going to really rely on Java and JavaScript. I don't have to worry about Python because it's the new kid on the block and it won't be around very long or whatever. Boy, was I wrong. Python is a major player, right? And I've had to like eat crow on saying that Python wasn't going to be around and just talking shit. I'm going to be 100 with you. Just talking all the mess about Python. I had to really step back and say, you know what? Your girl was wrong. And my inability to be adaptable has made so many opportunities just go by, right? Looks like tumbleweed in the distance and it's like damn I shot myself in the foot all because I didn't want to be adaptable and I'm here to tell you from personal experience fam it doesn't feel good to really just miss out on opportunities right I really have FOMO bad when it comes to some of the things in technology I'm like dang I could have got in on that paper Dang, I could have got in on that opportunity. I could have worked with that company. I could have did the thing. I could have been the one to get all the accolades for solving X, Y, Z. If only <laughs> I had not talked shit about Python. <laughs> and I mean, it doesn't have to be a programming language. It could be anything, right? Just the way things are being recorded, the way things are uh changing in the way that we communicate them or like, you know, just so many different things are constantly changing in technology. And once you allow yourself to be fluid, as Bruce Lee would say, be water, you really do give yourself an edge in this industry. So many folks didn't want to change. So many people didn't want to get on social media. They got left behind. So many people said YouTube is just, it's useless. Who would want to search videos all day? A lot of people get left behind, fam. And I don't want to see you get left behind. I don't want to see you broken technology. I don't want to see you not able to break into technology because your soft skills are lacking. I need you to adapt. Adapt and get in line and do the thing, Right? Because you put in all this time and effort and you've made all this progress in all of your technical skills, the hard skills, the things that took you all these hours of commitment and sacrifice to gain. It would be a damn shame if you did all of that and you can't even get your foot in the door or you can't even get the next opportunity because you don't want to adapt. It is so imperative to your growth as an individual, whether it's in technology or outside of technology or whatever, that you learn how to be adaptable and be 
water. I cannot stress it enough. One of the ways that I'm really starting to play around with this idea of being adaptable is I've found out what my strengths are as far as either my study habits or just how I show up or my ability to learn, right? I'm a pretty quick learner. I'm quick on the draw. And I use that strength to go really deep into all these different subject matters just outside of technology. So I looked at that and said, huh, if I'm able to do that, I just need to be pointed in the right direction. So now instead of me talking shit about a new programming language, I'll look at it and I'll give myself two weeks to understand the fundamentals of it, right? And then that gives me an edge because now I can say, okay, well, listen, I understand Python on a very <laughs> shallow level, but given the opportunity, I can get more deep. If given a little bit more time, I can get more deep, right? I can get my foot in the door talking about Python now, as opposed to before where don't ask me nothing about Python. I don't know nothing about it. I don't even know why it's called Python. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to empower you to really get on top of these soft skills, fam. 2023 is your year. You're going to do so many great things and you're going to be awesome at all the things that you touch. But the soft skills have to be there. So many tech companies and startups and entrepreneurs and just people who have the bag, right? They're looking for people that have these soft skills because if I have to work with you 40 hours a week, I need to make sure that you're compatible for this workflow. One of the main things that took a long time for me to get my current role was interviewing with different people on the team so that they can really fill me out on how I would respond to pressure because the current role has a lot of stress attached to it. And they needed somebody who was strong enough to handle the stress, but also willing to lean into the team. That way they can keep their current workflow going and push it, push it past any hard, tough decision, hard <laughs> task, whatever, right? And it took me about two months to get my current role because of the way that they went about interviewing me to make sure that I had the soft skills in place in addition to the hard skills, right? I don't want to see you left behind. I don't want to see you hit no glass door. I don't want to see you hit a glass ceiling. I don't want to see you around no glass at all. Don't even use glass cups. No, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. I want you to use glass cups because, you know, sustainability or whatever. But you get what I'm saying. The gist of what I'm saying is it's a new year. It can be a new you. And I want to see so many more success stories of people breaking into this industry because they really have what it takes. It's beyond hard skills, fam. It really is. It's beyond hard skills. It's shifted from being robotic to being human. And you have to be able to adapt and get there with it, right? All right, so, boom. Thank you for being here. Donuts, Coffee, and Tech, episode one, fourth season. We would not be here if it wasn't for you. And when I say we, I mean me and myself and I. <laughs> well, no, I don't mean me, myself, and I. I mean all the people who literally collaborate and make this thing possible. It's a small team building, right? And 
that's only possible because you guys keep tuning in and I'm just so grateful for all of the love that I've been given in the years that I've been doing podcasting and just everybody sticking it out on these rides because it does get a little tricky on my side um just to be transparent it gets heavy <laughs> because there's just so much going on you know it's like life is happening life is lifing and it can be hard to sit down and make these episodes possible but you all are still engaged in letting me know that this content is relevant to you and it's making impacts on your life and I'm just very honored to be able to be the person that serves it up fresh right so I just wanted to take a moment we made it to season four y'all I'm just I'm I'm ecstatic I'm elated and I'm just so so proud of this baby she's doing good she's thriving she's you know (laughs) eating good (laughs) I don't know why I'm talking like this anyway Thank you for being here. Make sure that you are subscribed everywhere that you can listen to podcasts. Make sure you're connected on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button if you're watching the video of this live. And if you're not already connected on all of the social media, let's connect on all the social media because I love hearing back from you all what you thought of this episode and all the other episodes. And uh, I'll catch you next Friday. Same bat station, same bat time. I've been your host, the Danielle J. Thank you. Bye.